podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Well, my life may be over now that I'm married, but I'm still here, stood in my garage next to my best friend. So it's, all is not lot. Oh, no, wait, that does sound rubbish. Uh, welcome to another episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Uh, I've got to say that at your wedding, which we touched on in Stoppage Time last mm. week, but we'll, we'll talk a bit more about it because it was a beautiful day. Uh, you spent most of the evening on the dance floor, so I was seeing your dance moves. Mm. Um, weren't as embarrassing as you look now with that purple shirt on. <laughs> I mean, for the benefit of those who aren't watching on YouTube, Elliot, as you can imagine, is wearing his Orlando City shirt today. Which uh, is the rather aptly titled Through Thick and Thin uh, shirt, which um, just quite a lot of thin at the minute. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know what? You've done me a favour there, because I think Through Thick and Thin, bearing in mind that, as we'll talk about very soon when we recap this weekend's action, both our sides lost, uh, I think will be the name of this episode. Okay. uh, future Henry, who will be uploading this to uh, po- uh, your podcast provider, thanks you because you don't have to think of that. Uh, I can um, save him even more time. I think we just skip all of the MLS <laughs> stuff and the you know the review and the results and all that stuff. Like we just skip that. It saves saves you bothering, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, but we're not going to. We're going to be talking about a busy show today. Actually, your uh, your last full one before you go on your honeymoon. Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about the the weekend's action. Of course, we're bringing back Ray of Sunshine. We've got a game that you've got uh, brought to the table, and we've got something that I'm going to put in Eli Room One Hundred One as well. It's busy. However, that's just the way we like it. I've mm-hmm. also got a uh, game with the changing name player for you. Ah, right. Okay. So we're going to start the show with that. Before we do, I need to say, because I will forget, I, d- I forgot on the Stoppage Time episode last week, we are on TikTok now. You oh, may have yeah. seen. Right. This is exciting. It came up. I know there'll be a reason why this happened. The algorithms. And yeah, all that, but yeah. it did come up on my For You page, which I was quite excited about. <laughs> was it my face or your face? Because there's nothing weirder than God. No, it was mine. It was like, and it's what? so zoomed in. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? What's happened here? Uh, so if you have TikTok, uh, follow us at MLS UK show. We talk, basically it's clips from the show. We'll do some, we'll do some other bits. Can't promise that we'll be dancing, but uh, there'll be other bits, you know, the sort of, We'll get on to whatever's popular on TikTok at some point. But oh, we sound like such granddads. <laughs> we do. Oh, we don't know what we'll do. We'll just we'll just <laughs> do something popular. Uh, we need actual listeners and MLS fans to uh, follow us because uh, we uh, we put the first uh, video up and the Cooligans followed us and said welcome to TikTok. Uh, they said we're uh, basically British football fans love to um, well slag off MLS basically. And uh, we kind of laughed it off, but after the pause, I think we've done three or four videos on there now. No, that is the case. So yeah. in the comments, it is just people slagging off MLS. So we need genuine MLS fans to come in, speak in the comments and, and big up the league. Um, because if we do it, we seem like we're just talking to ourselves. So we need actual people, actual listeners to do it. So follow us, MLS UK show on TikTok, please. Love that. Um, okay, are you ready to play? 
the game with a changing name. Yes. So uh, this is a player who has played both in the UK and in MLS. I'm going to give you their career path. You have to tell me who it is. Henry's prolifically good at this game. It's actually borderline annoying. Uh, okay, so this player started their career in 1997. Oh, okay. At Hartlepool United. Yeah, not a good start for me. <laughs> um, doesn't get any better for me. They then moved to Ipswich Town in 2001. Right. Uh, they were in the Premier League then, I think, maybe. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, they were there from uh, 2001 to 2005 okay. before they went to Sunderland. Right. Any uh, early guesses? Oh, it's all it's uh, Ipswich Sunderland's quite Roy Keane at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. Um, carry on. Okay. Uh, they went back to Ipswich, which is the disgusting for all involved. <laughs> um, imagine, imagine spending five years of your life there, and they go, "I think I'm going to go back." I'd have loved it so much. I'm not saying anything because uh, Bolton play Ipswich this weekend on the first game of the season, so I'm not saying anything about Ipswich. Just <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, they also played for Huddersfield Town, Swindon Town, Bury. Oh. My hometown. Back to Hartlepool, consistently making awful decisions here. Um, and <laughs> me. <laughs> Go on. So he signed Ipswich, Sunderland, <laughs> Berry, Hartlepool, Swindon. The reason I'm laughing is because they were listed as an MLS player. So I've searched out their Wikipedia and now there's no MLS. Oh. <laughs> Surely. Wait a minute. This this is unbelievable. You need a holiday, mate. Wait a minute. Unbelievable. No, I didn't. Another message to future Henry. Uh, keep this in. Because <laughs> occasionally we'll make ourselves look stupid. And uh, I will take it out for both of us, not just me. Whereas I feel with this, I should keep this in. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Um, well, I've promoted TikTok. I'll promote everything else. If you uh, are on Twitter, Instagram, don't forget to follow us at MLS UK Show. Um, send us an email. Email us with an actual game with a changing name that you'd like to put forward. Someone who has played in MLS and the UK, not just someone who's played in the UK. Um, hello at MLS.show as well. Uh, YouTube, subscribe on there. Click the notification bell. Like all our videos, comment. And um, anything else? Uh, oh, yeah, podcast provider. Can you subscribe on there, please? I'm Thank back you. in the room. Oh, hi, Elliot. Um, I, I don't really know what's going on here. Uh, I appear to have mixed up uh, two people with the same first name. Um, however, here's the, here's the real person with their actual career. Right, okay. They started their career, and it was... <laughs> oh, <laughs> this right. is why I thought it was the right person. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and they played <laughs> 247 times for Ipswich, which with the last person having two spells there, I was like, yeah, that's about okay, right. Okay, what year did they play for Ipswich? Uh, 2007 to 2018. <laughs> right, okay. A bit later. Uh, they also played for Colorado Rapids 60 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sunderland, <laughs> see what I mean? All oh, right, okay. Uh, and then Colchester United. Right, so they played for what... A long time for Ipswich then, like mm. many years. Yeah. Uh, okay, Colorado, Sunderland, um, and Colchester. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to have to think uh, while we record it. Um, if you know, 
based on only the second career path, then uh, please get in touch. Uh, as I've just said, at MLS UK Show. Or if you're watching on YouTube, comment below on the video if you get it right. There's a lot of Ipswich, uh, a lot of Sunderland. Um, and yeah, Colorado Rapids. Mm, okay. Uh, right, it's time to talk about what happened this weekend in MLS. But first, we're going to hear from ourselves, who are going to tell you about our sponsor. Let's hope I get that one right. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Yes, the MLS UK Show is, of course, sponsored by Soccer 90. Make sure you go and check out everything they've got to offer ahead of the brand new season, which is just days away now. Yes, they've got English leagues. They've got European leagues also as well. I'm just looking here. They have got the official World Cup football as well that you can buy on there. It's nice, that. Yeah, it is. Yes, so uh, loads to get on there. Obviously, MLS stuff as well and North American uh, leagues. But if you go on there, Soccer90.com, put loads of stuff in your basket. And a little treat from ourselves and Soccer90 is when you get to the checkout in the discount code, if you type in MLS UK, you get 20% off too. Now, can we get back to talking about Ipswich? I just love them so much, you know. The MLS UK Show. So let's have a look what happened this weekend in MLS. Elliot, where should we start? Should we start at the very top uh, where New York City uh, beat into Miami? Or yeah, that, that's probably the happiest I'm going to be throughout all of this. So let's, mm, do, let's do that. Yeah, I noticed that Atlanta was the last game. So I've got a, a while to go before. Yeah. I talk about them. Uh, New York City FC, it was it was a bit of a, a tatty's goodbye, wasn't it? He looks like he's going to be signing for uh, Girona. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, part of a city group. Um, I, didn't, I actually didn't know that they were. I think any, you could, any team, <laughs> any team that anyone from uh, NYCFC is linked yeah. to just assume that they're part of a city group. <laughs> um, are you, just a note on this, are you surprised that a team, I mean, with respect to Girona, they, I think Cassianos can do a bit better than that. Are you surprised or are you thinking maybe this is just a, a, a leapfrog over to Manchester City, maybe? I don't know the ins and outs of the way it works with the City group basically buying the player from themselves. I don't know. Yeah. There's clearly benefits to that um, rather than selling him to uh, Leeds, pop into my mind for obvious reasons. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's maybe that that's got something to do with it. Um, I am surprised that he's not going to a, a high level championship team. If I'm really? honest with you, yeah, not Premier League. Premier League goes about saying, but it would be mid to mid to mm, you yeah. know lower table. There was not really any rumors of that actually happening, which is why no. I thought you know that the Premier Premier League teams weren't going to come in for him. Um, I do think there's a bit of a risk involved with Tati. He's very much a form-based player. Right. There is, of course... I, li- I like him. But there is, of course, the, the attitude issues as well. The mm-hmm. discipline. Um, and I just wonder if maybe he's, he's got a bit more to prove. And I know that sounds crazy because MLS is, is a good, strong league. And he's done very well there. But I do feel like maybe... Premier League teams would have had reservations. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, personally, I think uh, we spoke at the start of the season and said that he he did very well last year. He kind of needs another season in MLS. And to be honest, the way he is, bearing in mind that we're on the the home straight now, really, in MLS, and he's joint top goalscorer, I would say that he's he's proved it for a second season. So I... I would love to see him for longer. I think if he if he would have stayed with NYCFC, they would have had a great chance of winning MLS Cup. 
However, with the way the leagues run and uh, the fact that it runs through the summer and the European leagues are about to start, yeah, it, it's about. It doesn't surprise me that he's, um, you know, he's heading over to Europe. Um, I think he could have signed for a better team than Girona. I think maybe another team in La Liga or Serie A, um, Premier League lower half team. But uh, no, I, I think it's, I think it's the right time for him. Whether he'll be a success or not, I don't know because we've seen. Players that have have been very successful in MLS go to Europe and not do it. So mm. that I've I've got reservations about that. However, I think it possibly is the right time for him in his career. Um, but I mean, it's it's such a shame for NYCFC, and it's it's going to be a a big hit to them. I don't know whether they've got any plans to replace him. But uh, yeah, halfway through the season, it's not ideal, is it, for NYCFC? And he didn't get his goodbye goal. He didn't. It was offside in the end. I mean, you could argue that um, Amundsen, who crossed it in, he was level with him. So was it offside? We will talk later on about dodgy, uh, <laughs> dodgy decisions, especially with VAR. Uh, but they did still win two 0 Maxi Morales got the first, and then Heber got the second. Uh, Amundsen got his assist with that one eventually. Uh, but 2-0 at home to Inter Miami. They've won four in a row now, NYCFC, and they're, they're flying. Yeah, keeping pace with Philly, who we will, of course, come on to. They've got that game in hand still in their pocket, which we talked about before. Um, you just need you just need to make sure that Philly don't get away, I think, at this point. You've got them in your sights. You've got the game in hand. They're doing everything that they can do. Yeah, uh, Miami couldn't follow up, uh, get back to winning ways after their 6-0 defeat to Barcelona, uh, which Phil Neville called the biggest uh, game in their history. And then... Uh, brought on his son and, and David Beckham's son, which I thought was a bit odd. But hey, <laughs> who are we to judge what Miami do? Uh, actually, it's so bizarre down there, isn't it? It, it is. really is. There's oh. so much strange stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, say who are we to judge? We do actually judge what Miami do yeah. quite a lot on this podcast. Uh, right, moving on uh, throughout the weekend then. Cincinnati won, Nashville won. Um, Cincinnati... Yeah, remaining in the playoff picture. They've, um, you know, they've they've not won in six. They've drawn five though, so uh, I'm sure they'll want to get a, a win under the belt soon. But still, they're a lot higher than what we thought they'd be. Yeah, definitely, easily their their most successful season. There is a danger, uh, of course, that now they don't make the playoffs, and and that is a disaster because this is the closest they've ever come. Yeah. Um. However, really, really like the look of you know, the way they turn things around. Yeah, Vasquez getting his eleven uh, for the season. I mean, he's been such a, um, he's been a, such a big part of that. You know, I, I know they've got a few players that have done really well getting a lot of assists, but you need someone to stick the ball in the net. So, Well, Vasquez, you know, with 11, we talked about Tati, who's on 13. Tati's in a, a much more creative outfit yeah. at NYCFC so Vasquez getting 11 in, in Cincinnati is fantastic it is yeah uh, Nashville uh, they've got the four of the next five at home obviously they've got a bit of a backlog uh, through only heading to their new stadium um, partway through the season so uh, Nashville yeah they've, they've won one in five but with five, four of the next five at home you'd think that they'll, they'll win a few of those surely yeah um, we said before didn't we um, you know question marks over Gary Smith I think you know Win, win these home games and the monkey's off his back. Exactly. Uh, Columbus Crew nil, New England Revolution nil. So, uh, Elliot, would you like to boo both of those sides? Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It is. It is just boo. <laughs> uh, Columbus, though, have uh, risen up the table. We were worried about them a few episodes yeah. ago, but now uh, they're unbeaten in nine. Um, they, they're going on a weird run where they're not winning two in a row. They've kind of drawn one and then won one, but they're not losing. Uh, they're up to six now in the East. Splutter a little bit um mm. but you know we've given praise to Cincinnati for turning things around C- 
Columbus even uh, ahead of them. So, um, you know, clearly a better season than it's maybe appeared when you just sort of look at their results. I think yeah. they're a team that you look at the standings and go, oh. Yeah, I'm quite, when I saw before that they were in six, it kind of it surprised me a little bit. I thought they were uh, down in 10th, but that's mainly because even though they've been unbeaten, they haven't been on that winning run. So if they can bring that together, they've got tough games coming up. They're going to Charlotte next, which as anyone knows, is a tough place yeah. to go. But uh, yeah, if they can uh, they can push on now, then they can they can rise up the league because you've got to say in the East, I mean, take out the top four, it's very close. So if you can get a few good results together, you are getting into that fifth place. I, I think you have to be careful with that though because it, it, it's close. It's close for a reason. No one wants it. No. You know, no, no one's performing particularly well outside of the top two. Um, it sounds harsh, but it is true. And that's why it's remained so tight. That's why Columbus have been able to win a few games and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're back up there. Level on points with Orlando, mm-hmm. who we're going to talk about next. Uh, you know, and there's no shame in losing to Philadelphia, of course. But this is this, this is the problem with the season. I said it the last few episodes. It's not been, it's not been good enough and Columbus have caught us up. So with Orlando then, um, you know... I'd, Credit to Philadelphia. They went one. They've won four in a row now. Yeah. They're smashing it top of the East. With uh, Orlando, of course, there was a you know an incident with the goal itself. It was given offside. Then no checked, overturned. Then in the ninety third minute, you could have had a penalty uh, for a tug on um, Antonio Carlos. Where do you think we are? I know Orlando City UK was very upset with the the penalty appeal in the last minute. He thinks it should have been a goal. Are you the same? Because, I mean, I'm going to talk about shirt pulling later on. Uh, it, I mean, it happens in every game, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, my, my issue with this season is, is much bigger than that moment. Mm. You know, uh, losing to Philadelphia, okay, right, so what? We could have got a penalty and we could have got a point. Fine. It's not going to change my view on, on this season. Um, currently, it's an unpopular opinion. But I just don't think Oscar's getting what he should do out of this roster because I think, I think it's actually one of the best rosters in the league. It's a little bit under, you know, maybe, um, uh, what's the word? I I think the roster doesn't. You don't look down it and go, "Cool, yeah, that's amazing." But well, actually, you've, you've they, not got any star names, have you, at the moment? But they are. It's just a really good, strong roster that should mm. be doing way better. Yeah, uh, no star names, but you have got. Um, You've got, a, you know, a, across the pitch. Whereas when you've had Nani or you've had Kaka, you've, there's been holes, haven't they, around the... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I tried. Uh, there's been holes around the, um, you know, in certain positions, whereas now you have got more consistency around it. But you, it's like I said on the last episode, you're sticking in fifth. It's amazing how you're still there because even last week with the Atlanta game, we should have won that game. We, we for an hour it was all Atlanta and we didn't do so you just yeah you're just managing to stay in there but as we've just said it's getting closer and closer now so it, it will take one game where you'll lose everyone else will win and suddenly you'll find yourself in I don't know like temp well it's like I said no one no one wants it no, you know no one is picking up any points in the east it's given those other teams a big opportunity yeah, and one of those uh, could be Toronto. What a performance this was. That first half performance, 4-0 up at halftime. It ended 4-0 against Charlotte. And the Italian revolution has begun. And I tell you what, if this is what we've got to expect, 
I'm excited. I'm going to be watching Toronto every week. The Italian Revolution, but with Michael Bradley maraudering, <laughs> meandering through the defence and tucking away his second goal of the game. Sorry, what is going on? What a goal that was. Just the, the coolness of it. Like Michael Bradley, we've got to remember, it's not like he scores all the time. He's not a goal-scoring midfielder. I think he scored once this season against Miami, maybe. But I think, was that 5-4 or, or that game? No, New York City. Yeah, 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 so yeah, everyone yeah. was scoring. But yeah, to score two and, you know, Benedeschi got his goal on his debut. Insignia looks good as well. Uh, fantastic. 4-0 at half time. Incredible. The thing is with with this, you could look at Charlotte. And of course, you can look at some negatives in their play. But I'm not going to do that. You know, they ended up with 10 men. It's fine. Fuchs got sent off. We're not going to talk about it because Toronto were that good. And uh, I mean, I do feel sorry for Charlotte because let's face it, they were bridesmaids to what was going on on Saturday. It was all about Toronto and their new players. But yeah, um, this is the new Toronto. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Six points off the playoffs. Calm yourself down. I said in the in our stoppage time episode, I said they're going to be a force next year with these signings, you know, what they're trying to do, the, the Italian revolution. I didn't realise it was going to be so soon, maybe this season. Um, but of course, let's just remember, you've nailed your colours to the mast now. You've gone, oh, Toronto, yeah, love it. Now Henry's supporting them. Watch what happens when they lose next week. Yeah, that's true. Well, they've got Vancouver in the Canadian Championship coming up. We've got New England Revolution away, Nashville away, Portland at home, any revs at home. We're quite a varied mix of, of matches there. We're going to get a good idea of where they're at from that, I think. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, to I've uh, got to say, fair play. They beat Chelsea on penalties uh, <laughs> in the week. It is funny. Um, uh, they've got uh, their next three at home. We know how good Charlotte are at home. So they're eighth. They could be making moves into the playoffs, get good results in those games, which you would fancy them to do that. Um, you know, we could end in three weeks' time with Charlotte in the, in the playoffs. Uh, one team that's definitely in the playoffs, for me, Montreal. Yes, definitely. Uh, 2-1 winners over DC, who are bottom of the East. Um, but Montreal, I think, maybe underappreciated a little bit. I'd say so. I think we've even been guilty on, on this podcast of doing it. We've we've said that they've, they've been very good. But then we've had a caveat of going, well, they could drop off later in the season. Will they make the playoffs? You've got teams just outside it who could argue that are, are perhaps a bit better or a bit more suited to it. Montreal, nine points clear of eight. They're, they're in the playoffs for me. I don't think they're, they're dropping out anymore. No, uh, DC though, bottom yeah. of the East. Yeah, they ain't getting in the playoffs. I mean, we've seen a, a bit of a Toronto being revitalised by their new signings. Listen, DC have signed Raval Morrison. He could well be a great player for them. He's shown glimpses. But he but... should have been in MLS years ago when everyone was doubting him. Mm, that yeah. was the time to go and prove yourself. Now, I just think everyone's bored of it. Yeah, but I, he played well under Rooney last year for Derby, so maybe you can get something out of him. Do I think Rooney and Ravel Morrison coming in is going to give DC a bit of a bump like Toronto have had? No, I don't actually. So DC, it is a case of just see what you can get for the rest of the season and then look forward to next year. We were a bit concerned about Minnesota in recent weeks, recent episodes. Um, we needn't have been concerned. Third now. Uh, they're third. Yeah. Uh, two one winners over Houston away as well, which is very impressive. And they look like they're there to stay. Yeah, four points clear in the playoffs. Um, they beat Everton 4 0 as well, uh, which we put on our social media would have angered a few Euro snobs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unbeaten in five. Yeah, they're doing well. And, and if this is the thing, like we've said in the East with the teams that are bunching up, I think 
Take the top two out of the West, the LAFC and Austin. They're done. They will be top two. Minnesota to, I don't know, 10th, 11th, 12th. That is where the real battle is. And Minnesota, at the moment, playing well in third. If they continue this, they'll comfortably get a home match in the playoffs. You say LAFC and Austin are there. It's done. It's dusted. It's going to be one of the two. Probably going to be LAFC. They beat Kansas 2-0, SKC 2-0 away. SKC dropping away massively now. Yeah, 14th. Um, I've not seen... We were having a conversation off air before saying that SKC, we've not really seen them. In the matches we've seen SKC, they've not really been battered. And I didn't even think that was the case on Saturday. But they've not shown me enough that they're going to turn around a 10-point gap to the playoffs. I think they're done and dusted now. So when you look at SKC and you think they're done and dusted, looking at the teams around them, Houston, of course, who we just talked about, you know, San Jose, to be below San Jose, Houston, Vancouver, teams that have been recently very, very poor in mm. the last few seasons. How bad is it that they are bottom? You I just don't expect it from them. No, SKC's season for me uh, is the US Open Cup. Yeah. They go to Sacramento this week. If they lose that, then they've had a dreadful season. If they win, they could maybe get some silverware out of it and it could sort of mass things a little bit. But they've been, they've just been disappointed. I've been so disappointed with SKC. Uh, I could say the same about Orlando. We're pinning our hopes on the US Open Cup because I don't think the playoffs is happening. You're so negative. You're fifth. Realistic, I think, is the uh, phrase. Um, LAFC. There's one man who we were very excited about joining MLS and he got his first goal at the weekend. I watched the Toronto game and afterwards when it finished, it was quite late here in the UK and I was like, I should go to bed, but it's half time in the SKC LAFC match. It was on TV here in the UK. I knew Gareth Bale was going to come on. I thought, no, stick it out. Next 45 minutes, Poppy weren't happy. because You're a married man. You shouldn't be creeping up to bed at like <laughs> four in the morning. Yeah, Poppy weren't happy. She was like, what are you still doing up? I was like, Gareth Bale's just scored. She didn't care then. She did in the morning, but not then. <laughs> um, Bale made it look easy as well. He did. It was tough for that. He had to, you know, run with it and then, you know, to toe poke to in. But he, he did make it look easy. That's the sort of goal that gets shown over here and people go, that league. Yeah. He made it look too easy. He did. Um, first goal, and he's he's probably played the equivalent of like just over a half worth of football for LAFC. He's got his first goal now. If he remains fit, if he plays the majority of games to the end of the season, how many goals does he get? Does he get 10? That's big. I think I'm... I'll, no, I'll go nine. Nine. <laughs> Play it safe. I think he gets 10. I really do. Gareth Bale, 10 goals or more. What do you reckon? At MLS UK show, let us know. Um, I mean, they've got... We, we said it before, we'll say it again. They've got one hell of a team. But uh, they're four points clear of Austin now in the West. I've noticed the teams in the East, uh, NYC, uh, FC and Philadelphia... He's slowly catching LAFC up. It, we were saying it was between, well, we were saying it was between one, one out of one to win Supporters Shield. Uh, those teams are catching them up slightly. Do, do we, we're having a bit of a battle now for Supporters Shield. Yeah, and I like that. Um, mm. We thought the West was looking really, really strong. Um, you know, the East, East starting to come into its own a little bit. The teams sort of 
third down in the east, not so much. Um, but yeah, it's it's hotting up. If you had to go east or west, what would you say? West. I think LAFC are going to definitely do it. But at least we're having a bit of a battle. Mm, okay. Uh, Real Salt Lake nil, FC Dallas one. Great result for Dallas. They're in fifth now in the west. RSL uh, remain fourth. Yeah, and the thing is with RSL, you know, you lose at home to Dallas. It's not a disaster. No. It's it, you know, they are they are a good side. I I think, you know, these two are going to be in and around. But for me, it's it's looking at the teams that are you know for coming from outside the playoffs. LA, LA Galaxy obviously clinging on for dear life, but Portland and Seattle, you just feel like they're going to get in there. And and who's going to be the one that drops out? Yeah, um, the longer LA Galaxy remaining seventh, their fans will really worry because <laughs> we've had this before. Um, but RSL, we've but we discussed it, sticking around. The thing about Dallas for me, Jesus Ferreira got his 12th of the season. When you've got somebody who's scoring goals Absolutely. on a regular basis, that you you tend to do quite well. So uh, I fancy Dallas to remain in. And Seattle, 2-1 winners over Colorado, staking their claim, syndrome over. Uh, I don't think it's quite over. They, they lost no? the three before it. But I think, uh, I think they're getting there. I think they had a slight blip. But they will be fine in the playoffs. I mean, bearing in mind this game, they went one nil down and got a man sent off and still won. So you know when you when you're doing that, I know Colorado haven't been great, but when you're doing that, you're grinding out results. It is a good sign, and uh, you know you just have to look at the likes of Morris, Ladero, Rui Diaz. They've, Seattle have got good players. I think they'll be okay. Um, Colorado season over. <sighs> You see, they're only six points off the playoffs, but yeah, I don't see Colorado putting that run together to get in personally. No, I have to agree, actually. Um, one team that we couldn't really see much hope for, and uh, we said they never score, Chicago Fire. Yeah, um, hopeless, I think, you know, <laughs> never score. Uh, they've won the last three, and they won 3-1 at the weekend, so uh, yeah, they... They are, they're two points off the playoffs. Are they back? Are they are they going to get into the playoffs? In a remember in an East where you said nobody wants it. Nobody wants it, and they could absolutely get in. I'm looking at Columbus have already put a bit of a run together. They've caught up Orlando. I think Cincinnati are always going to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They've had a good season, but they are always going to be vulnerable. Charlotte teetering on the edge. Chicago obviously got more experience. New England Revolution as well. It's it's anyone's. It is. Um, Vancouver are four points off the playoffs. This is how funny it is. Would you put Vancouver in the bracket of getting in the playoffs? No. No, yet yeah, they're only two points off Chicago. Yeah. This is how this podcast works, ladies and gentlemen. No, absolutely no sense whatsoever. Right, well, we spoke about Seattle. Now it's time to speak about Portland, who also won 2-1, who also went 1-0 down. The difference is they didn't have a man sent off. Um, good win in the end for Portland. Uh, San Jose, I know they're 13th uh, they're not having a great season, but you've got to go and grind out results, as I said, and Portland have done that. They're unbeaten in seventh now, seven now, Portland. Yeah, so the Cascadia cough, very much uh, <laughs> not a thing. But the problem is, um, I don't want to blame my own wedding and gathering uh, uh, 200 of my friends and family. Um, I'm going to blame Portland for this cough that I've got currently, because um, I think now they've shaken it off, it's come to me. All oh, right. Okay. Well, uh, it's gone to Orlando in general. I think. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Um, yeah, they they level on points with LA Galaxy are uh, Portland, and uh, yeah, I, they they they're doing well. They've got games coming up that are, are tough. Minnesota away, tough. Nashville and Dallas at home. You'd expect them to get something, but still tough. And then Toronto away. So we'll see where they are after that. But yeah, I'd be I'd be quietly confident if I was a Portland fan. Um, San Jose. 
Mm. I wouldn't be if I was a San Jose fan. Uh, yeah, basically bottom, um, just above SKC. It's just another disappointing city. I don't really know. I, I don't know what we're ever supposed to say. I try to be positive mm. about San Jose. You know, when Almeida was there, they had some great results. They scored lots of goals and then conceded lots of goals. But we try to be positive. What's going on now? Well, Ibobis has been their only positive, I think, so far. Um, oh, that's harsh. They've got a few other two players. But um, eight points off the playoffs. They're going to... You look at San Jose this year, you've got, oh, they're in transition again because of the head coach. But, it's yeah, it's the last few seasons. Uh, they've had the odd season where they've challenged for playoffs. But in the last two or three... Yeah, they've, you don't expect much from them. You, I mean, you expect goals in their games. I've got to say that. They, they do love a 3-3 free, free or a 4-3. Free, but yeah, other than that, I, they're not really challenging. So, yeah, there's something needs to happen at San Jose. They need someone to come in at head coach and, and sort things out. Uh, Austin, challenging LAFC at the top. We've seen stranger things happen. Um, they lost at home to Red Bulls, though. What a game this was. Uh, Just the seven goals. Yeah, Red Bulls went 4-1 up, and then Austin put it back to 4-3. Got to say, 81st minute, Polini back to 4-3. I expected Austin to get an equaliser, yeah, yeah, yeah. so well done, Red Bulls. Bouncing back from their defeat to NYC FC last week. Um, uh, this... Uh, Red Bulls and Austin are in very similar places. Uh, Red Bulls are third in the East, but about four points off NYC FC. Yeah. Austin, four points of LAFC. Could any of those catch the teams above them? And if if they were, who would you... Like, if one of those teams were going to finish top of the uh, conference, who would it be? I think Philly and NYCFC are pretty set at right. the top. Um, LAFC, they've always kind of got some potential to drop some points. They've got a very good roster. So, and... And I think it's more about Austin being really good. I actually really rate Austin. Yeah. Um, so that's maybe the only one where I can see them getting close. But I do think LAFC will win it. Yeah. Uh, first defeat in seven for Austin. They just, uh, you've, I've got to say, you called it. You said that they'd uh, recruited the best in uh, close season. And yeah, you're looking at you right. So I'll give you that one. It's the only time I've ever spoken any sense. <laughs> um, the final game, LA Galaxy 2, Atlanta 0. Um, another case for Atlanta. One step forward, one step back. We got four points from RSL and Orlando in two games before, and now we lost. So, hey, it's how it is. Atlanta, 12th in the East. This is the annoying thing about Atlanta. We're only four points off the playoffs. You so just I, think, come on, just just don't be so rubbish for just one more game, and then you're there. But Yeah, I, I just feel that we're... We're going to be like that for the rest of the season. We're going to be within touching distance, but never put a consistent run together to get in there. Uh, LA Galaxy, big win for them. They, they'd lost the last three before that, so they really needed a win. 2-0 in the end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, credit to Galaxy. They, they went 1-0 up, got the second in the 96th minute. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta, I don't know, just disappointing again. I think you look at Atlanta's next few games, Chicago away, who are playing well, Seattle at home, Again, you'd fancy Atlanta at home, but it's against Seattle, Cincy away, and then Red Bulls at home. So it's it's not easy matches. No, um, no, I have to agree. I'd, I I think if I if I believe Orlando are in trouble, which I do, then I, I can't. It would be weird if I turn around and said, "Oh well, Atlanta will be fine." Um, yeah, very similar seasons. Well, I need cheering up, and there's one man who can cheer me up. Sorry, Elliot, it's not you. It is Ray Hudson. Yes, he's back. The Ray of Sunshine. Um, now, for anyone who doesn't know, Ray Hudson is the summarizer, the color commentator. 
far into Miami. And last week, while we were at your wedding, Elliot, um, they played Did Charlotte. Did you sneak off and watch the game? No, I didn't. I wish I had done because I've got the <laughs> clips here. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but... Um, they, if you remember last week, so Charlotte went 2-0 up and then uh, into Miami came back and won 3-2. So I was getting tweets the next morning going, Henry, I hope you watched the into Miami game because Ray Hudson was on farm. Unfortunately, obviously I couldn't, yeah. but I could catch up with the day after. So now we're doing a full episode. We have got Ray Hudson in his element. And this is where we love him when he's a, 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 a big game. When it's entertaining, he comes out with some brilliant quotes. So we've got some clips here from that game. Um, the first one is actually from when Yardi Reina scored the first goal for Charlotte. So it's actually when they went 1-0 down. And here's what he had to say about it. And then, in a blink of a bee's eye, Yardi Reina it is who strikes it home. The blink of a bee's eye. <laughs> Which uh, he, I think he just plays bingo. He just takes random things, <laughs> yeah. some random animals, and just puts them together. Yeah, he's got. I think he's got a, just a few pots on his table, and he picks out like a word from each one. He's like blinks, b, i, the bingo. blink, the blink of a bee's eye. It should be very fast. I can imagine. Uh, right, the second clip is actually from Rainer's second goal, which made it two 0 to Charlotte. To Yordi here, he takes everything into account and absolutely sends this home with two dozen roses tied around his right foot. It's beautifully placed, and it's placed where the spiders live. Yes. Quite a lot to unpack in there. <laughs> um, so uh, beautifully packaged, roses around his right foot. And all with a Yordi accent. Sorry, a Jordi accent. <laughs> um, and he stuck it where the spiders live. In the corner? Top corner. Right, yeah. Um, I, I think we should use that one from now. I like the spiders. Where one. the spiders live. <laughs> uh, and the third clip we've got, this is the, the, the last goal. It's uh, Emerson Rodriguez to make it 3-2. I think 86 per minute or something. Naturally, Miami have been 2-0 down. They've pulled it back to 2-2. 86 minute. They get the winner. He's excited. And here's how Ray Hudson described the goal. Slicker, the first one. Slicker than a squash banana on the floor, on a tiled floor, I should say. And then he says, um, uh, "Because yeah, you've got to gamble because scared money never wins." Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Hudson. (laughs) Love him. I love him so much, Ray Hudson. That was the ray of sunshine for this week. If you, because you've got to remember that we we don't get Ray Hudson really in the UK because we have our own commentators. So if Ray is commentating on a Miami game, chances are that will be what will be on MLS's YouTube channel. So if you are watching the Miami game, if you hear Ray Hudson, if he says some brilliant things. Please send them to us at MLS UK Show and we'll play them out on the podcast. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Right, so to round off this weekend's action and before we play Elliot's game today, we need to put something else into the Eli Room 101. Getting full in there. It is, yeah. We've had VAR and in there and it's um, it's kind of to do with VAR this week. Uh, we've had uh, kickoff times in there. We've had uh, rain delays in there. We've had all sorts. It's getting quite full, as you said. Um, now, bearing in mind, this is nothing to do with Eli Room. 
he's a very good goalkeeper. It's just that we wanted to do a room 101, so it would naturally call it the Eli Room 101. This week in the Eli Room 101, I am putting in MLS putting referee decisions on Twitter and getting people to judge whether they would have given it a certain way or not. Oh, sponsored by Pringles. Yeah, because they are the only league, I'm guessing, that does this. And it is very MLS. It just highlights how awful they are. It does, yeah. It doesn't do the referees any good. So what this has come from is the Orlando game. I said before we are going to talk about, um, you know, the, the, the shirt pull. And whether you thought it was a um, a shirt pull or not, whether you thought it was a penalty or not, that is up for debate. The referee said uh, no and then went to VAR and said no still. But the thing is with that, that then a day later, MLS go on their Twitter account and go, hey, what would you have given the decision at? So where in the comments, it's obviously full of Orlando fans going, the referee's rubbish. And it just, like you said, it highlights... Poor decisions. I know some people may agree with the referees, some people might not. But it still highlights poor decisions. I, I don't know. I think, for me, I, I don't think it's right we do it. I don't think we gain anything from it. Got to get that Pringles money, though. Well, they have, but surely Pringles <laughs> could uh, to sponsor something else. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Why don't they sponsor Pringles? You've just done it. You've just thought of something better. To be fair, the Audi goals thing, though, is good. That is good, yeah. But maybe they can do Pringles, another one. But, yeah, that is, that's going in the Eli Room 101 for me, is that, yeah, don't, don't highlight poor decisions and get fans to, to say what they do because it just makes the referees look stupid. It's like, to, in normal working terms, it's like missing a meeting or turning up late for work and then the next day going, guys, you reckon... Do you reckon I should have been in that meeting or like, what do you think? Like, yeah. Hey guys, do you think I was late or was I just, uh, you know? Yeah, it's yeah ridiculous. So that's in the Eli Room 101 this week. Um, okay, so Elliot. Yes. We need to play your game um, that you've brought to the table this week. I've missed your games. We've not done it in a while. No, we haven't. Um, we've been we've been talking too much about uh, actual real important stuff. Um, it's the women's Euros at the minute, Henry. Yes, England doing very well. Uh, and because it's the Women's Euros, uh, I've taken quite a keen interest in uh, not just the England women, but the rest of the tournament. Um, obviously, I've been, I love hearing like some of the players like, oh, they play for Houston Dash. You yeah. know, I love, I love hearing the crossover. Uh, so I have devised a game where I'm going to read you some names. As you hear each name, you have to tell me whether that is an NWSL player Okay. In the uh, Women's League in America or an MLS player. Right. Okay. Um, this is going to be interesting because, uh, yeah, I the, I think there'll be some sort of MLS players that are rooted way deep down in the squads that I might not know. Um, and I might well, make myself look stupid on this one. So. Obviously, I've not chosen, like, you know, ones who score every week. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Gonna know. Um, Okay. Your first player. Okay. Karifa Yao. Karifa Yao. Um, Not to be confused with Griffin. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, NWSL. Do you think it's NWSL? Yeah. That is MLS. <laughs> Who do they play for? <laughs> Montreal. I should know that. Montreal doing very well. Devon Kerr. Devon, oh, that's NWSL. You're very confident there. Yeah, I just know the name. Right, okay. 
Parker Goins. Oof. Uh, oh, I've got this wrong. It'll be a kick in the <laughs> Goins. <laughs> um, I'm going with MLS. NWSL, Louisville. Oh, right, okay. Channing Foster. Channing. See, um, this is the thing that some American names could be both. Mm. I think Channing could be. Now, I don't know whether this is a curveball because, of course, it's Channing Tatum. So that may make me think that it's MLS. But you may have thrown this as a curveball. So I'm going to go NWSL. Yes. Chicago Red Stars. There we go. Uh, we don't get to watch WSL, uh, w, NWSL in this country. No, really. no. Uh, Kendall McIntosh. Uh, MLS. Yes. Uh, Joe Rosales. MLS. Yes. And your final one, Riley Baisden. NWSL. There we go. Ended on a high. <laughs> I knew it. Well done. That was a good game, that. Um, yeah, I think I have been, um, I've been really enjoying the Euros, the, the women's Euros. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's like I said, we don't get to, I think hopefully one of the major sports networks, channels in this country can pick up NWSL because we don't get to watch it at the moment. Yeah, I went to an NWSL game in Orlando, which was really good. Got to see Alex Morgan mm -hmm. um, and Bryony loved it as well. Really liked it. Um, and actually, in that trip, I went to more uh, women's games than men's. And I don't regret my decision because Orlando are terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, just to point out, when I said uh, major networks should pick up the NWSL, I am aware that that will be the case in America, just not in yeah, this yeah. country, in case anyone goes, uh, Henry, we get to watch it. Um, so, yeah, good game. Hopefully, we should have another game when you get back from your honeymoon. Might be a honeymoon-inspired one, although... Uh, yeah, maybe some things that are going to happen on your honeymoon. I don't really want to be playing a game about, but now I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> let's move on. That's weird. Uh, right before we go, we need to do our predictions for this oh. weekend's MLS action. Last time, who do you think won? You. Me or you? Yeah. Uh, well, you're wrong. It was you. You're winning five four now. Oh, I love this game when I'm good at it. Yeah, we got quite a few outcomes right. Um, no, well, the, if you remember the the time before. It was very low scoring. This was quite yeah. high. You got 50 points and I got 35. Um, just trying to see, did you get any spot on? You got Minnesota to beat DC 2-0. You got spot on. Um, and then the rest, you just got like majority. I think it was because that weekend, it, the rivalry week, I think it's second week rivalry yeah, yeah. week, there was a lot of home wins. So I think that's why it was quite a high scoring uh, predictions game for me and you. Well, let's do uh, this week, shall we? We do. Uh, right, while we get this week's fixtures up, which we should have done. Uh, oh, I, you, ca you catch up. I mean, you know me. I've been all across it this episode. <laughs> you know, I've been uh, been right on it. Um, if you want to play along at home, then you can do. If you get the right uh, outcome of a match. So say you say Orlando are going to win and they win, you get five points. If you say that they are going to win 3-0 and they win 3-0, you get 10 points. Um, so there are uh, Canadian Championship and US Open Cup matches as we discussed this week. But kicking off MLS on Saturday, it's Seattle traveling to LAFC. That's actually Saturday in this country, but Friday night in the States. Yes. 4 a.m. on Saturday morning. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I'll get the highlights of that one. 2-0 uh, LAFC. 
Yeah, got to agree. LAFC will win. I think it'll be, I think, 3-0, actually. Portland in great form, traveling to Minnesota, who are now third in the West. Yes, they are. Uh, I think Minnesota, I don't think they'll lose. I think it's 1-1. I was going to go 1-1. I'll go 2-2. Chicago v. Atlanta. Um, Home win for me. Always tough. 2-1. Yeah, we're not great on the road, are we? I think 2-0 Chicago. Um, Charlotte v. Columbus. Columbus on a bit of a resurgence next to each other in the east. Um, Charlotte good at home, though. I'm going to go 2-1 Charlotte. Um, I think Charlotte win. I think 1-0. Okay. Uh, Montreal, who we've said are going to make the playoffs. NYCFC definitely in the playoffs as well, but Montreal are at home. 2-2. I think it's 2-1 NYC. Philadelphia versus Houston. Philly win this 2-0. Yeah, you'd fancy them to win. I think it'll be 4-2. Miami at home to Cincinnati. Sorry, I'm just thinking, what makes me think Houston are going to score two at Philadelphia? Oh, he's changed his mind. One of the strongest defensive records. But no, keep with it, stick with it. Too late, Uh, move on. (laughs) Now, uh, Miami, I think they win this one 2-1. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nil nil. Are you? Yeah. Chances are there'll be some sort of weather delay in that one. Yeah, it be in Miami. Um, Nashville v Vancouver. Uh, Van- uh, Vancouver lose this two nil. Four one Nashville. This will be interesting because Henry loves Toronto now after seeing them play once. Um, <laughs> they're away at New England Revolution. Bit of a bit of a dodgy season for both. Two-two. Mm, New England one nil. Uh, SKC v Austin. Mm, Austin two nil winners. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, yeah, but I've, I just to not get the exact same score. I think it'll be two one to Austin. Uh, Dallas, who are above LA Galaxy in the West, are at home to them, and I'm gonna go for a one all draw. Two nil Dallas. Ooh. Uh, San Jose host Real Salt Lake. Um, one one. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go Salt Lake two one winners. DC United versus Orlando. This is the Sunday evening match here in the UK. I think there's a reason why they've put it on a Sunday. I think Wayne Rooney gets his visa and he has his first match against Orlando and DC win two nil. 3-1 Orlando. Don't ask me why. I'm already changing my mind. Uh, right. Well, that's it. There are some matches the week after. Uh, there's also some um, friendly matches as... Uh, oh, no. It's uh, the League's leagues Cup matches. Uh, LA Galaxy and LAFC. So good luck to them. Um, so there is our predictions. Get in touch with us. Hello at MLS.show. Or tweet us, uh, Instagram us, at MLSUKshow. Or TikTok us. Don't know how, just put it in the comments, I guess. But uh yeah, get, we're uh, so old. TikTokers. <laughs> that's MLS UK show. Uh right, that's it for this episode. Um I tell you what, before I tell uh, everyone what's coming up while you're on your honeymoon, why don't we find out who the player of the game with a changing name part two? Because you have already done part one, then realized <laughs> they weren't a player in MLS. Uh who is the game with a changing name? Um I mean, I don't have a clue. I've got to be honest with you. So you can read out their career path and I'm still going to probably not have a clue. So they started at Ipswich. They played 247 times for 
the Tractor Boys. I nearly called them something I shouldn't. Um, they've played for Colorado Rapids 60 times, and then Sunderland and Colchester United. I'm surprised you've chosen this player who's played so many games for Ipswich because we, we probably have exhausted all the Norwich City MLS players. Um, so it's nice to see that you've finally bit your lip, bitten the bullet, and gone with an Ipswich player. Yep. Any guesses? Um, I don't know. Who I'm, was the I'm f- surprised, to be honest. Who was the first player? Because you said they had the same first name. Yeah, Tommy Miller. Uh, it also played for Ipswich and Sunderland, which is why I got confused. Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith. There we go. Yes. Uh, of course, played for Colorado until fairly recently. Yes, he did. Well done if you got that right. Apologies if you got the first one right. I got mixed <laughs> up with the first one. But hey, he needs a holiday and he's going on one. Um, right. You may remember in June, I was on my honeymoon. And during that period, we spoke oh, to some... lovely, wasn't it? Uh, we spoke to some MLS uh, personalities. We spoke to Ian Joy and Liam Ridgewell. We have already recorded one uh, with Danny Higginbottom, so that's coming up, and that was, uh, bearing in mind, so I did that one, you unfortunately couldn't uh, get on the Zoom, um, you were busy, not that you were technologically yeah, well, Not like my nan. <laughs> but uh, we can only say thank you to Danny, because we we don't really say, oh, we, like, we kind of say, oh, can we have 20 minutes of your time, as kind of a just a a polite way of asking we don't really say or they don't really come to us and go well you've only got 10 minutes but danny gave me about an hour over an hour and after we finished the interview we spoke for 10 minutes afterwards so uh i think we're going to split it in two parts he tells a story which will probably be in part two an incredible story about sir alex ferguson which i know is nothing to do with mls but I still think we're going to share it because it's fantastic. So that's what's coming up. We're hopefully going to speak to other people as well because you're away for three weeks. You get paid too much. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I also don't get paid while I'm on holiday. So it's a terrible decision <laughs> all around. Um, but yeah, I will leave the show in the um, more than capable hands of Henry Hewitt. And uh, I'll see you on the other side when I come back a boring man married. Yes, you'll be tanned. But Orlando will be out of the playoffs. Don't disagree with that. Uh, right, that's it. Don't forget to, if you're listening on your podcast provider, um, subscribe, follow, leave a rating, leave a review. But if you are going to leave a rating out of five stars, Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. Excuse the wedding ring. Five stars only. Yeah, we're going to have to see how that affects the cameras. Mm, dazzled them. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. We're approaching 600 subscribers, which is very good. And uh, like, uh, leave a comment, click the notification bell. If you're just subscribing, watch every episode back. That helps as well. Yeah, my favorite thing that YouTubers say, leave a comment in the comment section. Yes. Where else would you leave it? Um, Elliot, enjoy your honeymoon. We'll see you when you get back. Um, and yeah, have you got anything to add before I give the, the famous last word? Uh, yes. Make sure you subscribe to the um, Bali UK show because um, I'm going to try and check out some football while I'm over there. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.